Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. And welcome back to Animal Radio's annual Traveling with Your Pet special brought to you by Kurgo and Dryfer. This week, our special guest host, Clive Pierce from HGTV. He Woo-hoo. is back, and uh, he's also talking about Design Star Season 2. Yes. It kicks off this weekend. We'll also be yapping about some products that make traveling with your pet smooth and simple. And, uh, of course, we'll give away one of each product we talk about. Oh. All these great products. Write down this number. You're going to need this. one 405 Also, the top ten places to take Fido. Susan Sims counts them down. Also, your calls, 1-866-405-8405. Let's call Clive Pierce right now. I'll get him on the line. Be sure to put in the, uh, well, you got the number there, I see. I got the number. The PIN code. Uh-huh. The long distance code. The zip code. I'm almost there. Uh, the code rack. How about the code of ethics? Have you put that in? <laughs> it's coming up. Code red. Code on blue. Okay, how about some random numbers? <laughs> just, just, just press any number there. We're calling Clive Pierce from HDTV. Hello. Clive. Hello. Clive Pierce, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. <laughs> Good morning. How are you doing? I'm very well. I'm in Palm Springs, California, being British and trying to stay cool. Now, is this a, a vacation or are you filming? No, neither. I have a place here, actually, where I, I rush off to when, um, when I'm not filming. So, um, for a Brit to have the concept of sunlight... <laughs> and brightness. And yeah. Don't stay out there too long there, Clive, okay? I think I've gone a bit crispy already. <laughs> it's got to be, what, about 110? Uh, 116 the other day. Ooh. Ooh yeah. But, uh... you know, growing up in England, 35 years of horrible weather, I, I celebrate every bit of sunburn. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're cool here. We're only about 100. Well, oh, nice and, nice and breezy. You could put a cardigan on, Judy. Yes. Yeah, I get you relaxing before the big kickoff of HDTV's Design Star. This is uh, the second Design Star, is that correct? Yes, what a splendid link. Absolutely. I'm, I'm dormant, but I'm about to be active. We, we kick off, the show actually premieres on the 22nd, 10 o'clock, July 22nd, Sunday night. And that is a, a wonderful one-hour casting special called Design Star Making the Cut. Ooh. Oh, I can't wait. I've been waiting all summer for this. Me too. And you know what? Truly, for, for people that, that loved season one, which fortunately was, was a lot of people, uh-huh. season two, it's really all the people who watched season one on their sofas saying, I could do that. This is us saying, go on then. And we have, um, in the, in the one-hour special, we have around 30 people that came down to L.A. from all over the country to audition and be put through their paces, which we certainly do. And then we reveal the 11 people at the end. Well, last uh, last year's or last summer's Design Star was the highest rated in the network's history. Yeah, so, uh, which, is, which is great. And I think I, I'm, I really was attracted to the whole series because of the prize. And, I mean, Design Star says it all. But if you look at, at the life of David Bromstad, who won last season, mm-hmm. he literally, and he'll say it himself, he was a starving artist, uh-huh. almost unable to pay the rent when he went into the competition, and he literally can't walk down the street these days without people rushing up and clutching at him. Yeah. He was renewed for another season, wasn't he? Yeah. I mean, his show has done great. He's very popular. He's very talented. Otherwise, he wouldn't have won. So his life has been turned around. And for, for season two, it's fascinating shooting it and watching 11 finalists, which we have this year, and knowing that one of them... It's going to happen to them all over again. Now, this is uh, all be done in Las Vegas. This yes. Year, right? 
Oh yes, it's it's splashy. It's bigger and better than ever. Uh, the challenges are, are more fiendish, and uh, we have Ooh. Mr. Wayne Newton as part of this season. Oh really? Himself a big Design Star fan. He was he was glued to last season. I, I never knew this until recently, but he loves it. Well, who wasn't really? You know, yeah. so, but you can't do you can't do Vegas without Wayne, right? Right. Now, since this is an animal radio show, and last year you had, uh, I guess, one of the... One of the challenges, uh, people had to design... I know what you're going to say. ...with features from, like, a car part store, from a pet store, and things like that. What are we going to see pet-related this season? <laughs> they would they would lock me up if I told you, but... Oh, you For those of us that love animals, and I think that's all of us, right? Uh-huh. I Look closely because I had some influence. So there's a little, there's a there's a pet moment or two featured in in the show. Isn't it funny that everybody remembers the, the pet store scene from last year and, and David Bromstead making an amazing looking room out of reptile bedding? I think it was for the rug. When I saw that room, what he did with the fish bowls and everything, I thought this guy's going to win. I love yes. that room from a pet store. We slightly nailed it that week. I think that was that yes. was kind of okay. If anyone can top this, please step forward. <laughs> well, you mentioned uh, you had influence on this season and not a lot of people know if they're new to animal radio that uh, uh, you, you're a big animal lover I mean oh yes I'll always do anything I can to help the animals really I think since I became involved with Linda Blair who's a close friend of mine and I've, I've learned more about all the things that we should know about spaying and neutering and, and, and taking care of the animals I if ever I can do anything to help because of people who might know my work I'm, I'm right there to do it so um, I've, I've just recently relaunched my website at clivepierce.com and um, there's, a, there's a link to Linda, there's a link to you guys, of course, oh, most cool. important. Well, thank and, you. Um, and really, I'm, I'm sort of putting myself out there and always happy to help with anything that I possibly can. I'm being clawed by a chihuahua as I speak, oh, actually. Oh. I've got a, who is that? This is my, my mother who moved back to England. Uh -huh. Just, uh, I'm looking after her dog, Sadie, who's very demanding. And uh, <laughs> she's sitting here, she wants to be interviewed, but I don't think she speaks English. Ch Sadie the Chihuahua, huh? She's a Chihuahua something mix. She's obviously a rescue. Is she a small little uh, creature? Yes, raggy, small, and brown. A bit like Lisa Laporta on a bad day. Oh. Now, do you, do, you, do you carry Sadie around with you wherever you go? Uh, are you one of those people that, you know, put a... Well, I guess you don't have a purse, but... Uh, <laughs> no, well, thank goodness. Know. <laughs> thank goodness. <laughs> Feel free to ask, but no. I uh, no. They actually they they my famous dog Delia, which I know you guys yes. know about. I was going to um, ask another small rescue who's finding it rather too hot down here at the moment in Palm Springs. But um, Sadie and Delia, no, they're not. They just like to stay home. They're not. They're not kind of. When I see people with with dogs in in cases traveling, I I don't think my two would would appreciate that very much. No, no. That's they'd a... rather they'd rather stay home. It's so Paris Hilton anyway, you know. Yes. <laughs> oi, 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 as we say. So you don't dress them up in clothes or anything like that? No, they would be, they would be horrified. <laughs> they would be horrified. I just think they're, they're not the type. They prefer to be naked and proud. <laughs> and uh, you were also involved with Romania Animal Rescue. Yes, I mean, the people at Schnuffy. Now, we rehearsed this before, didn't yes. we? Schnuffy. I thought I had it right on the whole uh, time. You only had the dot-com part yeah, right. Schnuffy, S-C-H-N-U-F-F-I-E. Schnuffy.com. Because Ava Sippel, who runs it, is, is German, I try and do a little of the, the accent as well. But she's a, <laughs> a, a, great, a great person, great production company, and people can go to schnuffy.com, and it's called Out of Control. And it's a, a documentary which has been actually very well received, uh, highlighting the plight of all the, all the dogs in Romania that, that need help, as they do everywhere, right? Yes, of they course. really, really. You can. Uh, it's you don't have to spit very far to find uh, 
uh, an organization that needs help or a rescue that needs help. And you know what? We were going to just talk about this. I was going to mention this in the next couple of weeks. Uh, organizations that you get these mailers from in the mail mm-hmm. uh, that, that are all printed and uh, all shiny and glossy and everything. Uh, national organizations. These are great organizations. But the first $20 that you give to that organization is for that mailer and for them to send out those mailers. So it's really important to help locally or find an organization like Romania Animal Rescue, who's very grassroots and yeah. uh, d- doesn't spend a lot of money and flashy brochures. It really goes to the animals. You see what you learn listening to animal radio? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Every once in a while I listen. <laughs> Clive, I love it. I love it. We are so excited. HGTV's Design Star premiering July 22nd. 11 contestants. New new things. At least this press release here says new things are going to happen this season. New twists. New twists. Oh, really? I mean, honestly, they've, they've truly they've, they've cranked it up. Uh, I arrive in a helicopter, which really? is the tip of the iceberg. We have so much competition. And, and to stress it, these people really want to win. So when we get to July 29th, our regular time slot which is Sunday nights at 9 for the uh, challenges, our viewers will see just how badly the contestants want to win and what they will do to do it. I remember, and I'm not comparing this in any way to American Idol. It's a reality program, (laughs) but but, uh, I will say that the first season of American Idol was sort of iffy until people sort of realized what was going on. So we can... And David's a great, great, great... I mean, he's awesome. But we're looking for some really... Quality talent this season, I think. Really. And let's say, let's also say that every finalist, all of the eleven, are, shall we say, memorable. They are characters, Ooh. and we we definitely have design and star written all over them because that's truly what they had to be. We had we had several thousand entries for Design Star this year, so they mm-hmm. really cut them down to the most interesting and the most talented eleven people. That's the only thing you have a big hit, and then you got to top it next. Got to keep going. Yeah. Well, all you had to say was Wayne Newton for me. Uh, check it out, <laughs> July twenty second. Then check out the website, Clive Pierce website, uh, Clive Pierce. That, by the way, if you didn't know that, it's P E A R S E, ClivePierce.com, and of course, a link to that is always at AnimalRadio.com. Links to everything you've heard on today's show at AnimalRadio.com. Clive, thank you so much for being such a good friend to the animals. No, always, always a joy to talk to you both and, and to all of your listeners. Hello, 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 and I hope to speak to you all again very soon. We'll see you on Design Star. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. If you're following along at home, we're on uh, page 22 already. <laughs> I just want to... I lost, lost count just for a second there. It is our Traveling With Your Pets special. We do this every year. This year brought to you by our friends at Kurgo and Driver. We also want to welcome a brand new affiliate, our 95th Animal Radio Affiliate, All Talk AM 63 in Boise, Idaho, 1-866-405-8405. That's the number here. We want to hear from you. We welcome pet behavior specialist Dr. Roland Tripp back to Animal Radio. Doctor, how are you doing? I'm great, Hal. How nice to talk to you again. We know that you have some tips for us for traveling with your pets and being a, a behavior specialist. Uh, you know that their behavior can get pretty whacked out when they travel. If they can get really stressed. It, it may not be as fun for them as it is for you. Well, certain some, some pets would just rather stay home. And so that should be one of your considerations, Is particularly for cats. They like it better at home, and so that may work out. And there's some dogs that have travel phobias. And some dogs will be happier with a dog sitter coming over. Now, they're still going to miss you. Sure. It's a lesser of evils. Uh-huh. 
But if you do bring them along, I guess there are some things that, that you can do to make it easier. Right? You bet. So if you're going to bring them along, the first thing we want to do is know your pet. Let's talk dogs, because in okay. most cases, it's going to be dogs that come along. Okay. Most dogs love to go. It's the exception that I was talking about, but most dogs love to go. They love to have the wind in their hair, and they love to smell and see, and it's it's stimulation. It's intellectual, environmental enrichment for them just to tag along. So I think that uh, before you take them for a long travel, you should take your dog on some short trips and just get them used to seeing how they do. You mean like a couple of 15-minute trips around the, the city or the town just to see, and maybe even extend it every time, huh? I Exactly. If you need to mail the letter, just take the dog along with you. Go by and drop off the letter if you need to run an errand here and there. Now, depending on the season, well, and this is true with travel of all kinds, one of the things we want to be aware of is leaving the dog in a hot car. Yeah. So we just got to make a check and say, you think it's only going to be a few minutes, but it's really not okay. And so you have to make arrangements. You've got to park farther away in the shade, leave the windows down a little bit, but still locked, and uh, just be very, very careful. Mm, okay. Now, if we don't have the convenience of traveling uh, by car or your own car, some of us travel by plane. I always hear these horrible stories how they escape from the container and they're never found. I don't even know if these are true stories or they're just urban legends that get passed on. But Those are very true stories, although they don't happen very often. I recently personally did a review for all of the American Airlines for the last six months. Uh-huh. But I found that there was 19 cases uh, over that six months where animals were either injured enough to seek veterinary care or deceased during that time. Mm. Now, here's what's interesting. When that happens, when an animal uh, dies particularly, the first knee-jerk response is, well, let's sue the airline. It's their fault. What I found in reading the actual reports, the incident reports that the airline is required to file, in the vast majority, it was the owner's fault. The owners tried to get away with a cheap uh, crate that was not uh, airline approved, that busted open and the animal got out. They did things like not provide them. uh, uh, Well, here's the biggest thing, Hal. Here's the biggest thing. Preparing the pet by doing proper kennel training before going on the on the on the trip. Oh, just like you would take them out in the car, you should train them in the kennel before putting them in it. You know, they say that you can't scare them to death, but you know what? After reading these reports, these are scientific pathologists who have a history. These are animals that died, and the result was basically that they went through such fright, such physiological trauma and emotional trauma that they concluded the reason of death was literally scared to death and emotionally wow. respond. Now, the risk is much greater in certain breeds. For example, the short-nosed breeds, because they overheat, they can't pant enough with that big tongue in their mouth in the mm. way and their, and their poor respite, respiration. Dogs, some of the dogs died because they had pre-existing problems like diabetes or seizures and things of that nature. So I think it's really important before going through plane travels that we do a few things. First, uh, get make darn sure the veterinarian knows that you're going to be traveling and knows about any chronic medical conditions. Mm, okay. Number two, make the kennel the pet's favorite place to be. Okay. A mistake that people make is I got to go to the I got to go to the uh, airport. Here, I bought this kennel last night. Let's shove them in, lock the door, and now we can go. Mm. And what happens is they have a a tantrum. They have a tempest inside this crate. Mm. I heard of one case who was a pit bull who was in good shape, and this dog ripped his own canine tooth out on the bars of the kennel 
because he was just so frightened about being alone and the sounds and so mm-hmm. forth. So some things we can do for the pet owner. Number one, don't put food and water in the kennel when they're traveling. Mm. It just makes them, if they're nervous, they drink, now they've got to pee, what are they going to do? They're more uncomfortable. So give them food and water all they want at least an hour before the, putting them in the kennel in the first place and then give them a chance to empty out but no food and water in the kennel unless some of the airlines require it, which is just dumb. They just don't know any better. Okay. Number two, put pheromones inside the kennel. Put a collar on the dog and put some spray in there if it's a nervous dog. And put your own T-shirt that you've worn, not a fresh one, but one that has your scent on it. What you can do also when you're preparing them is take them to the to the airport, say goodbye, walk away, and then come right back within five seconds. And walk away, and this time be gone for 30 seconds, and then come back. Okay. Then go away for five minutes, and then come back. before. So you've built them up with a little bit of an idea that I'm going away now, but I'll be back. So this systematic desensitization of your absence helps them cope. In fact, here's another tip. When you're doing some of your trips around town, put them in the kennel in the car. So now they're riding around. First of all, it's always safer to drive in the kennel when you're in the, in the car, but you're getting them accustomed to being in the kennel, and then something good happens. You drive to the park or whatever. Mm-hmm. Being in the kennel, jostling around, all the smells, leave the windows open, have the radio on and off, makes a lot of change. But it, once, they're, once they have, this is the dog, once they have adopted this kennel as their favorite place in the world, which is what it should be, now they're fine wherever. It's like a magic carpet. It's like wherever that goes, they're okay. They just watch the world go by outside. You know, I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions is that people think if I kennel train or crate train my animal, I'm like putting them in a prison. Actually, that for them is a, a secure and safe and, and warm uh, haven for them, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's human uh, self-centeredness. In other words, because you're a human, you're treating this other animal. This is a proud member of a different species. So if you take just a few minutes, you'll learn that because they're derived from wolves, these are basically den animals. People see their dog. They go under the table. They go under the chair. They're looking for a place where they can be in a den. Mm-hmm. Now, when you're kennel training, here's a couple of t- tips. First of all, think of the kennel. You want to make it the dog's favorite place. How can we make being inside this small kennel their favorite place? Well, number one, you make it their dining room. So when the time comes for feeding, pull their bed out, put the food in, and they can go inside and eat in there. So something good happens in there. Number two, make it their playroom. So we're going to hide, say, a Kong inside their kennel with some peanut butter or some toys in there. When they're chewing on something favorite, they can only have their favorite toy when they're in their kennel. We can move the kennel out where the family is, ignore the dog until they go inside, and then when they're inside their kennel, lots of praise and affection and attention. Make being in the kennel the magic wand for getting all this extra attention, toys, treats, dinner, and then pheromones inside there, the most comfy bed you can imagine. Think of it as their own private apartment inside your house. It's like their room inside your house. Geez, I wouldn't mind having my own little kennel. <laughs> there, there are, of course, lots of different great kennels out there, and we're, we're actually going to give one away in just yes, a second. If you don't option. have a kennel and you, you're thinking, well, it might just make sense to kennel train your dog, we're going to give away a very kennel ultra in just a second. What are the important traits we need to look for uh, in a kennel? 
the Vary Kennel is one of the, well, I would argue the premier kennel in the market. <clears throat> it was one of the first that made being kennels uh, great in the first place. Mm-hmm. But this new Vary Kennel has been totally revamped and redesigned with really cool features. This one has finger holes on the side, so if you need if a big kennel, you can have a good place to grasp it and carry it. It has an add-on that you can add on where it has wheels underneath it. Wow. It's got a place where you can hook... Um, those bungee cords to keep it in the back of a pickup truck Mm -hmm. and it's got a moat so if the animal does have an accident the urine spreads out around the circle and the animal stays dry oh that's cool very cool the ventilation is a custom ventilation so that the air supply is perfect and the animal cannot get out Okay, is, is this one of those kennels we can take on the airplane? Has it been certified <clears throat> to do that? Yes, it's not only certified, it's the premier kennel to go on the airlines. Okay, no doubt about that there. A very nice kennel, and uh, we have uh, one to give away right now. And I, I wanted to give out the website because the, the company that has uh, donated this, PetMate, and you can see their website at PetMate.com, makes a, a whole line of great products. You can also call them at one eight seven seven petmate and of course... Uh, links and information about everything you've heard on today's show at AnimalRadio.com. We appreciate you taking time. We understand that you're actually getting your car fixed right now. <laughs> yes, I'm calling you from the dealers because my car broke down, but I wanted to be here to be able to be a present for your show. Dr. Roland Tripp, thanks so much for joining us today. You're welcome. Can I also give out your website, which is... Yeah, so you can get information on some behavior problems in pets at my website is AnimalBehavior.net. And that's 800-372-3706. Very good. Thank you so much for your time. We'll talk to you again very soon. Thanks, Hal. Bye. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Whether your pet is traveling by plane, train, or auto, you want to keep their carrier dry. The amazing Tri-Fur Cushion Mat is designed to do just that. Tri-Fur's super-absorbent pad absorbs and locks wetness away in seconds. The insulated, rigid core provides stability to the carrier without bunching up. Tri-Fur comes in a variety of sizes to fit all carriers and is completely disposable. Your pet will arrive with Tri-Fur. We guarantee it. To learn more, visit www.trifur.com. Every year, there are thousands of pets and animal shelters across the country just waiting for a loving home. I'm Bill Mark with a very simple message. If you're thinking of getting a pet, please adopt. To easily locate your closest place to adopt, call Pets 911 toll-free at 1-888-PETS-911. It's easy, it's free, and it gives a pet a second chance at life. This public service announcement has been made possible by Animal Radio, a proud partner of Pets911.com. If there's one thing that Fido loves, it's a ride in the car during your errands. While riding in the car may be fun for them, it can be dangerous if your pooch isn't safely secured. For a safe and easy way to buckle up your furry friends, check out Kurgo's line of innovative products, which are convenient for owners and secure for pets. Available at select pet smart and local pet stores or visit www.kurgo.com. That's www.kurgo.com to find your local Local dealer. Animal Radio is brought to you by Get Serious, a stain and pheromone remover so easy to use, even men can do it. Hey, hey wait a minute. <laughs> Don't take any more excuses, women. It's time to get serious. Get Serious is available at PetSmart and online at GetSeriousProducts.com. 
Did you know that dogs can get worm infections just by eating grass and that those same parasites can also infect humans? Protect your dog and your family by deworming your dog twice a year with Safeguard Canine Dewormer. For more information, visit www.safe-guard.com. That's S-A-F-E-G-U-A-R-D.com. Hi, I'm Victoria Jackson, and you're listening to Animal Radio. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. 1-866-405-8405. It's our Traveling with Your Pet special brought to you by Curgo and Dry Fur. Let's go to the phones. Hi, Animal Radio. Who's this? This is Joan Cobb. How are you? Joan, how are you doing? I'm fine. Hi, Joan. Hi. Where are you calling from? I'm actually calling from Salem, Oregon, but we've only been here for like 10 months. Salem, Oregon? Where are yes. you listening to Animal Radio in Salem? Oh, uh, in, in my home, on the Internet. Oh, on the oh, Internet. Okay. Very good. Very good. And you moved from where? From Jacksonville, Florida. Jackson? That's kind of a long wow. haul. <laughs> yes, it is. Did you bring any animals with you? I did. I brought my um, my service dog, my first service dog. And since moving here, I've gotten a second service dog. Oh, wow. So I used two at one time. And in Florida, we never had a radio set, uh, a show like this. Oh, really? I'm so sorry. now it's all you guys' fault. I'll never get any more housework done <laughs> since you've gone on 365. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> My butt's going to lap over the sea on both sides from listening to you guys on the Internet all the time. I, I guess that's good. That's good. So you, you move with two animals. Now you have, you have a service dog. Are you blind? No, I'm not. I have invisible disabilities. I have, um, I'm like monoocular, which means I only see from one eye. Okay. Uh-huh. I have ocular migraines in my good eye. Ooh. Plus, I have two bad knees from torn meniscus, and I have osteoarthritis in both those knees. And so what do the dogs do? Um, the small dog alerts me to the onset of the ocular migraines, uh-huh. in addition to the panic attacks and the PTSD. Okay. Um, the large dog uh, retrieves dropped items. He also alerts to the panic attacks and the P- PTSD. Wow. At a later time, he'll be bracing and counterbalancing. I can't believe. I, I don't think I've spoken to anyone who has two <laughs> service dogs. That's that's a that's amazing. Yes. We're gonna send them some goodies if that's okay with. Which... I would love that even more. <laughs> okay. Hold on one second. Okay. Thank you. It is our Traveling with Your Pet special, and we've got lots of great fun toys. Well, they're not toys. They're pet products <laughs> in studio. They're toys for me because this is yeah, our business. A toy to you. Uh, but uh, here, hand me that over there. you got to see this product, Karen, because this is <laughs> we have one of these in studio. Uh, it's an absorbent pad that you can put on the bottom of a pet crate. And you know, if you're traveling across the country and you have a dog or a cat uh-huh. or a ferret, and by the way, if you're traveling into California, don't go with your ferret. I'll tell you about that in just a few minutes. It makes it comfortable if when they urinate, it doesn't stay wet. Yes, and it doesn't bunch up. I put towels and blankets, and it gets all scrunched up, and their poor things are sitting on an actual kennel all wet. And that's no fun. There's no way to travel across the country. And, of course, if they're upset, then you're upset. We got Lisa Kelly on the phone. Uh, she is from the company that makes dry fur. Hi, Lisa. How are you doing? I'm fine. How are you? Very good. We love these samples here. This is such an awesome product. It is. I love the idea. Thank you, guys. How long do these last? Because I haven't had a chance to sample them or put them in the uh, the carrier or travel with them. But how often would I need to change one of these? Well, um, we have people that have kept them for you know many many months, and then um, and then they're there in case there is an accident, and when there is. Um, 
you can probably leave them in the carrier for a good 24 hours. Um, and there's some people that travel overseas that need them in there that long. And they will keep them completely dry during that whole entire 24 hours. Now, many of us this summer will be actually transporting our animals on an airliner. And this is great for uh, to put inside the crate. Oh, yeah, it's perfect for that. That's exactly why we designed it. it. It's soft, too. I mean, it's not like just a hard little pad. Right. It's more like cloth, and it feels comfortable and keeps them comfortable. Gives them something to hold on to because there's a lot of shifting and stuff when they're on the plane. Oh, wow. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Now, I'm also thinking that it doesn't have to be like a trip across the country on a plane or even in the crate, but if you're going to the vet, couldn't you have one of these around? Yeah, it's really important after surgeries. They um, mm. use a lot of uh, sub-Q fluids and things like that during surgery uh-huh. and IV fluids. So they, the pet is usually full of liquid, and so they, and then they get very excited about going home and being, you know, after being at the vet. So accidents occur a lot after that, and you want to keep them nice and clean and dry after surgery because uh-huh. of uh, oh, possibilities yeah. of bacteria. You, yeah, you don't want that. You don't want any bacteria or any infection starting right. in there. You know, I've, I've always tried to reach for something, whatever was handy, newspaper or little blankets or towels. And it's just, but they don't like that. I mean, no, if, if it's, it's a blanket, they, they, don't, they won't go on never, it. And if it's, no. uh, in just a second, I want to talk about the kit that you put together. Where are we going to get the dry fur pads, first of all? Uh, they're available at uh, dryfur.com. They're available at pettravel.com. If you're driving along today, you're listening to your Traveling with Your Pet special. We have links to everything you've heard on today's show uh, at AnimalRadio.com. Now, I'm going to go over to the kit here. This is very cool. It's a pet airline kit. Tell us about this. We started with just the pad, um, the driver pad, and then we realized that um, when we would go pick up pets from the airport that a lot of them were not uh, secure or they were missing bolts and things. And then I started doing lots of research and realizing that uh, a main concern was uh, pets got loose in cargo or they got loose, um, you know, before they got on the plane. That's mm. one of the top reasons, I understand. Yes, it's, it, it's the number one um, incident that happens on planes is that you take them in a carrier that's not secure and then they panic and then they get loose. And a puppy or a dog you usually can catch because they're pretty people-friendly, but a cat that mm-hmm. scared you almost never are able oh, to yeah. catch them again. Okay, so what do we do for that and, and how have you accommodated for that in the kit? I give replacement bolts in there, so if you're missing a nut or bolt, you're, you can easily um, uh, pull one out of the kit and put it on your carrier. I, we give you four of those. We give you cable ties, and those are for securing, like, latch-type attachments or... Um, the door. The, like yeah, the door? or the door, because the doors now, the new carriers have a hole that um, has you reinforce the doors. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the airlines do that, and that is their policy, but sometimes they forget, so it's nice to go to the airport with these cable ties and say, okay, go ahead and attach these to the carrier before you, you, know, before you let him go um, across the desk. Mm-hmm. Then you know he's secure and he's not going to be opened up. And it's also important to have your water bowl put on there and have cable ties on that as well, because if a, if a pet thrashes around or gets upset and digs, they knock the water bowl down yeah. and end up in a state or someplace that's very, very hot, and they have to give water. They have to open that door to give water, and you don't want them to open the door. Mm-hmm. No, no, you sure don't. Not until the owner's uh, there. And that yeah. brings up another thing is keeping them hydrated. You put in a uh, water bowl or a water cup. Right. We have a water bowl and a food bowl, and that's in case they need fluid. It's nice to freeze the water before you take them to the airport, and then it can kind of thaw slowly while they're on the plane. That's and the idea. food bowl is in case and you attach food to the carrier just in case. You get, you know, a flight is canceled because of heat. Then if they have to stay overnight somewhere, you've got their own food there for them. And that's kind of important as well. It doesn't happen often, but you never know you want to pack food. Yes. 
It's better to be prepared for this. Right. Yes. So the, the water bowl actually attaches to the kennel? or is it To the kennel door on the oh, inside okay. of it. So it does that way they can kind of insert food through the holes oh, of the good. grate and right into there without opening the door. And same with water. They can have a little spout that goes in there to give them water. And it's I see there's, a, yeah, there's yeah. a live animal sticker, too. And now how much does something like this cost? Our kits are, they start at like fifteen ninety nine, and that's with two drivers, so a, a driver for there and back, uh, the food and water dish, the um, live animal stickers, the replacement nuts and bolts, the cable ties, we give you like eight cable ties in different sizes, instructions on how and what kind of documentation you're going to need before you get to the airport. Um, we also give like a little pouch to put your food in, your dry food, one day's worth. And we also give you a little kennel tag that you put their name on and kind of talk about the animal a little bit and put on the front of the carrier to tell them to um, to make sure and let the captain know that they're aboard and they're in cargo. Well, you've thought of everything here. <laughs> right. Okay. Driver.com is the website. I'm also going to post a picture, a couple of graphics, and a link from AnimalRadio.com of everything that you've heard on today's show. Uh, check it out. Driver and the Driver Pet Airline Kit. Lisa Kelly, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you, too, for having me. Let's give away some Driver. 1-866-405-8405 right now. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. If there's one thing that Fido loves, it's a ride in the car during your errands. While riding in the car may be fun for them, it can be dangerous if your pooch isn't safely secured. For a safe and easy way to buckle up your furry friends, check out Kurgo's line of innovative products, which are convenient for owners and secure for pets. Available at select vet, smart, and local vet stores, or visit www.kurgo.com. That's www.kurgo.com to find your local dealer. Buddy, don't do that. Don't worry. Lots of dogs eat grass. Didn't you hear? Dogs can get worm infections from eggs and larvae in the grass. Those parasites can even infect humans. I know. That's why I give my dog Safeguard K9 Dewormer twice a year. It's a safe and easy way to eliminate and prevent the major intestinal worms that infect dogs and to protect my family against infection. Where can I find out more? Just visit www.safeguard.com. That's S-A-F-E hyphen G-U-A-R-D dot com. Whether your pet is traveling by plane, train, or auto, you want to keep their carrier dry. The amazing Tri-Fur Cushion Mat is designed to do just that. Tri-Fur's super absorbent pad absorbs and locks wetness away in seconds. The insulated rigid core provides stability to the carrier without bunching up. Tri-Fur comes in a variety of sizes to fit all carriers and is completely disposable. Your pet will arrive with Dry-Fur. We guarantee it. To learn more, visit www.dryfur.com. Animal Radio is brought to you by the American Anti-Vivisection Society. Stop the FDA from allowing milk and meat from cloned animals to be sold in grocery stores. Contact the American Anti-Vivisection Society for information at www.endanimalcloning.org. Fido-friendly magazine. Perhaps you can do without it, but for kibble's sake, thinking a dog... At last, a voice for us traveling canines. Until now, few have taken mobile pooches seriously. After all, who appreciates warm shelter and a comfy bed more than a dog? Fido Friendly, the travel magazine for you and your dog. A quarterly guide to Fido-friendly accommodations in the United States and Canada. Because if Fido ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Subscribe at FidoFriendly.com. Your dog will thank you. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. New report may conquer fear of flying with pets. 
I'm Dr. Jim Humphreys reporting. Pet owners who worry about shipping Fido in the belly of an aircraft might want to chew on this. Despite previous estimates from animal rights groups that thousands of animals were killed, injured, or lost on commercial airlines each year, only 56 incidents were reported nationwide in the past year. And that is the first year that official statistics were kept. A Dallas Morning News analysis of records reported by airlines to the federal government reveals that 28 animals died, 22 were injured, and 6 were lost from May 2005 through May 2006. About 70% of the incidents involved dogs, which are more likely to travel in cargo than in the cabin. 14 cats, 2 birds, and 1 rat made up the rest. The figures don't show how many animals travel on each airline each month. But estimates from two airlines, American and Continental, show that at least 200,000 animals are airborne annually. Many airlines, including American, ban pets from flying in extremely hot or cold weather because they might suffer while waiting on the tarmac. It is important to know that cargo holds throughout the industry are temperature controlled and pressurized to the same degree as the cabin. Continental allows year-round flying because it transports the pets to and from the plane in temperature-controlled vehicles. It also has arrangements in all cities with local veterinarians to respond to animal emergencies. The airline's Pet Safe program is designed to attract passengers flying with animals. For the Veterinary News Network at myvnn.com, I'm Dr. Jim Humphreys on Animal Radio. We're talking about traveling with your pet today, and Susan Sims from Fido Friendly, she's going to be coming up in just a few minutes, and she's going to be talking with a lady who's, uh, I guess she has a dehydrated food for traveling with your pet, is that right? Right, It's uh, it comes from a company called The Honest Kitchen, and this has been really wonderful for us because we travel so much, and it's dehydrated, uh, you just need to um, put about 10 minutes away from your dog to, to hydrate it, and it's just all organic, human-grade food. And I guess it's lightweight so if you're carrying a lot of travel that's great and susan sims will be talking to the person who put this all together coming up in just a couple of minutes with fido friendly travel talk right here on animal radio hi this is jamie farr and you're listening to the animal radio network and remember to spay and neuter your pets hi this is richard karn from home improvement and you're listening to animal radio now remember to spray and neuter your dogs (laughs) it's a good idea to spray and neuter your animals Whether your pet is traveling by plane, train, or auto, you want to keep their carrier dry. The amazing Tri-Fur Cushion Mat is designed to do just that. Tri-Fur's super-absorbent pad absorbs and locks wetness away in seconds. The insulated, rigid core provides stability to the carrier without bunching up. Tri-Fur comes in a variety of sizes to fit all carriers and is completely disposable. Your pet will arrive with Tri-Fur. We guarantee it. To learn more, visit www.trifur.com. Hi, this is Nancy Cartwright, the voice of Bart Simpson, and you're listening to Animal Radio. Don't have a cow, man. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. A Swiss farmer is renting out his cows. Albert Breitenmoser said people can hire Maxine, Wanda, or Lynn for about $100 a month. 
And what do you get by renting one of the cows? Brighton Moser said you can visit anytime you like, milk them, and receive a souvenir picture. In addition, you get a discount on bread and cheese sold by his farm and a chance to spend a weekend in an alpine chalet by a lake in the summertime when the cows are put out to grass. Brighton Moser is hoping his cow renting idea will bring in some extra money to help pay bills not covered by farming. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. If there's one thing that Fido loves, it's a ride in the car during your errands. While riding in the car may be fun for them, it can be dangerous if your pooch isn't safely secured. For a safe and easy way to buckle up your furry friends, check out Kurgo's line of innovative products, which are convenient for owners and secure for pets. Available at select pet smart and local pet stores or visit www.kurgo.com. That's www.kurgo.com to find your local dealer. Hey, this is Cesar Milan. When I'm not doing the dog whisper, I'm listening to Animal Radio. Stay balanced. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. It's your Traveling with Your Pet special. We do this every year. You travel by horse, perhaps? Ray Ann Cumulus joins us. Welcome to Voice of the Animal. Do you know what a Roman chariot, a covered wagon, railroad tracks, and a solid rocket booster have in common? They were all designed to accommodate the width required for two horses. Perhaps more than any other animal, the horse has influenced the way in which humankind lives in the world. Before that one moment 4,000 years ago, when the very first horse allowed a person to climb upon its back, people were limited in the distance they could travel by how far they could walk or run. But that one horse, in his or her decision to enter into a relationship with humans, started a stampede of change in the way people traveled, communicated, hunted, farmed, fought, and even played. Even if you have never touched or ridden one, horse is part of your everyday life. Those horse-drawn chariots that established the width of roads throughout an empire continue to inform the design of transportation today. The power of two horses were used to carry out the manifest destiny of a nation. And more than 150 years later, the faint trace of wagon ruts from the Santa Fe and Oregon trails are still visible. The tracks for the railroad were laid in those dual sets of footprints, followed later by the network of highways that connect a country. First the locomotive, and then the automobile, paid homage to the animal that defines engine capacity in a term we still use today, horsepower. And before a spaceship can blast off to the heavens, its booster rockets must first travel by rail. The influence of horses' power experienced even on the moon. The power of the horse is not limited to just establishing an empire, crossing a continent, or launching a satellite into orbit. The Spanish conquistadors introduced the horse to the Americas in the 16th century, completely changing a way of life for the once agrarian Plains Indians, who then began hunting bison from horseback. The native rider and horse as a mythic one is an iconic image of the vanished West. Although that lifestyle lasted only 200 years, until locomotive horsepower allowed sporting men to board trains and shoot the bison out of the window as they sped by, leaving millions of buffalo carcasses to waste and rot in the tall prairie grass. 
and bringing to near extinction both a species and a way of life, a tragic and twisted abuse of horse power. It was the Chinese who first introduced horses into the field of war with their 5th century invention of the stirrup. Throughout the ages, countless horses have died alongside countless men on the field of battle. Even as late as World War II, the Polish cavalry was charging German tanks. Alexander the Great and Bucephalus, George Washington and Nelson, Robert E. Lee and Traveler. The iconic image of horse and soldier also lives in the global imagination. The most poignant of these is Comanche, the only survivor of Custer's last stand. It is said that Comanche was found two days after the Battle of Little Bighorn, standing next to his fallen rider, both horse and soldier left alone and undefiled. Perhaps as a testament to the timeless bond between horse and rider that demands respect even among battle-scarred enemies. Today, the average person's connection to the horse is usually found on the racetrack. In fact, thoroughbred racehorses are considered the most valuable animals in the world. But the true value of the horse extends far beyond a winning bet. Whether in your car traveling upon a highway of hoofprints, or watching a television program beamed to you via satellite, it is the distant hoofbeats of horse that you hear running in the background. Visit us on the World Wide Web at voiceoftheanimal.org. For Voice of the Animal, this is Rayanne Cumulus. Every time I hear her, remember there's lots more Rayanne at uh, animalradio.com. It is our Traveling with Your Pets special, and uh, it is a two-hour special. We have Susan Sims continuing next hour. Susan, what do you have coming up? Hey, everybody. I know the dog food has been in the news lately, so don't go away. We have a wonderful source for organic and actual travel-friendly food coming up next. Mm, Sounds like fun. Also, uh, your calls at 1-866-405-8405. And remember, if you're leaving us this hour, there's lots more at AnimalRadio.com. You can also text ANIMAL to 27627 on your cell phone and listen to Animal Radio anytime you want. Judy Francis? And remember, if you get a pet, please spay or neuter. And if it happens to be a cat, don't ever declaw. And if you're looking for a certain breed, don't buy from a breeder or pet store. Go to a breed, rescue, or your local shelter. I'm Judy Francis. I'm Hal Abrams. We'll see you next week for more Animal Radio right here on this fine station. Have a great week. Bye-bye. This is Animal Radio Network. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And welcome to Hour 2 of our Traveling With Your Pet special. More giveaways this hour. The phone number, 1-866-405-8405. Guido over there, wailing and flailing. He, he's telling me not to yap too much because we got too much good stuff, too little show. So Move on. See, see, I just consume time with you telling me that, Guido. Don't you understand that? Susan Sims, the publisher of Fido Friendly Magazine. She has the top ten picks. A top ten picks of places to take Fido. And I understand they're good. I don't know what they are yet. The hotline's ringing, so I know I might be... That might be Guido right now <laughs> telling me to stop yapping. Let's go to the phones. one 405 Like I said, this is this is my favorite part of the show. You really like this part, don't you, when callers call in? Well, because they do the work. And it's, it's <laughs> well, wait fun. a minute. We have to answer their questions. That's work. Oh, you have to answer their yeah, questions. Yeah, yeah. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Benny. Police station. I'm sorry. No, Animal Radio. Hi, Benny. How are you doing? <laughs> Good. Where are you calling from? San Luis Obispo. And what is your question? 
Uh, I'd like to know if there's a way I could teach my dog to use the restroom on command. Use the ah. restroom, like the bathroom or like public restroom? <laughs> uh, bathroom. <laughs> yeah, you know how I know a lot of times when you go places with your dog, it's like going with kids, and as soon as you get in the car, they got to go to the bathroom. But there's hope. There is a way you can actually teach your dog to go to the bathroom on command. How's that? What you do is when you take him outside and he goes to the bathroom, you want to find a word to associate it with. Uh, you can say, like, go potty, do your business, or, you know, add a boy, or even hurry up. And when the dog goes to the bathroom, you say those words after he goes to the bathroom and give him a treat. And, and so he starts to associate those words with, yeah. the, with the treats. Yeah, so you start doing it every time he goes out. And it could be any word. It could be like... Yeah, uh, but you got to keep the same word over and over. Okay. And when the next time you take him out, after a few times he goes and you give him the word, next time when you go out, you say the word before he goes. Oh, okay. And then he'll learn, oh, that means if I go potty, I get a treat. You'll have so, him going potty left and right there. Yeah, you just got to be careful what you say, because as soon as you say go potty, you better have a pocket full of treats. Yeah, there you go. Benny, thanks for calling. Thanks, Benny. Thank you. Welcome back to Fido Friendly Travel Talk on Animal Radio. I know when we're traveling with our two directors of marketing, Zoe and Maddie, we have a, quite a checklist of all the things we need to bring with us on our trip. And chief among these items is dog food, of course, and convenience and healthy food is our number one priority. And the one company, the Honest Kitchen, proves to be both organic and actually convenient when traveling. And to tell us all about what makes the Honest Kitchen such a wonderful food source is Lucy Postens. Hi, Lucy. How are you? Hi, I'm great. Thank you. For having me on the show. Oh, you bet. I, I have to tell you, we're, we're quite a fan now. Our, our dogs are, are loving the uh, dehydrated food that we've uh, started to recently use. And, and uh, you know, like I said, not only do we you know, think it's important that they get healthy food, but the convenience to take this dehydrated food with us and uh, to, to be able to hydrate it when we get to our location really is fabulous. And I, I'm just wondering, is that one of the things that your customers actually uh, talk to you about? Yes, it really is. It wasn't actually designed as a, a travel diet, but we've really found over the five years or so that we've been in business that uh, a growing number of people travel with their pets, and a lot of people really need something that's convenient to take with them. Because this food is dehydrated, a, a 10-pound bag of it will make about 40 pounds of fresh food. So we've really got a, quite a strong following from people who do travel and camp and go to dog shows and things like that. So it's, uh, it's, it's really useful for taking on the road. We did travel with it for the first time in um you know, I didn't really think about it. A lot of places have microwaves. And I have to tell you, the hardest thing is to have our dogs wait the 10 minutes to yes. for this to hydrate. <laughs> yeah, that can, be, uh, that can be one of our biggest complaints, actually. We find uh, people's dogs end up uh, salivating and sitting in their kitchens in a big puddle of drool on the kitchen floor while they're waiting for it to prepare. But uh, yeah, It really is true. Yeah, we're actually doing some research to see whether we can get that hydration time down to about five minutes rather than ten. But uh, right, right now, just to be on the safe side, we like to, to allow a full ten minutes for the food, the ingredients to hydrate sufficiently. Yeah, that would be helpful in our household when we have these two big labs uh, in waiting for that and they are drooling by the way yes. so we, we have we have a little routine now my husband will take them out and, and walk them the 10 minutes while I'm doing it and so when they come back they just race back there and, oh, and then I don't have go. that problem yeah um, but I know uh, you know obviously with the recent um, 
uh, dog food scare that we've gone through and, and the tragedies that have happened, uh, you know, beyond, you know, the travel-related, you know, opportunity for this, it really seems to have probably struck a chord for a lot of people, and they're looking for alternate products to feed their dogs. Yes, they are. Yes, definitely. We've... Uh very sadly seen it's a horrible way for our business to grow but we've seen a huge surge in sales since the pet food recalls people have been really shocked and terribly upset by what happened understandably and so they've been looking for more natural alternatives and turning to smaller companies like ourselves who have apparently better control over their production procedures and uh, they, they really don't want to buy from these huge conglomerates anymore. Well, speaking of the, the production procedures, what, can you kind of just give us a quick overview on what happens is and, on, and how this is actually manufactured and, and gotten into safe, uh, you know, safely into our hands? Yes, yeah. All of our foods are actually produced in a human food factory here in California. Um, the factory that makes our products also produces things like breakfast cereals and bakery mixes and milkshake powders and things like that. Everything that comes out of their doors is fit for human consumption. Um, so everything that we buy for use in our foods has to be guaranteed and USDA-approved human edible in order to even enter their manufacturing facility. Um, all of the meats and eggs that we use are dehydrated above 120 degrees, and that kills any pathogenic bacteria that might be present. Um, the company that we buy our meats from also supplies um, soup makers and, and other companies that produce meat-based products for humans to eat. All the uh, fruits and vegetables that we purchase are certified non-genetically modified, and those are all dehydrated below 104 degrees, and so therefore those are still considered to be raw once the, the dehydration process is complete. We also use a selection of uh, certified organic ingredients, all of our grains, as well as our flax, kelp, alfalfa, and um, sesame and coconut are also certified organic. When we go on your website, and there's quite a few uh, products be, besides naturally the, the food that we're going to feed, you also have supplements and you have treats. Uh -huh. um, what, what are some of your uh, favorite supplements or maybe the most uh, popular and, and the, the more popular treats that people are getting from you? Um, the most popular supplement is actually the Perfect Form, which is a blend for digestive support. It's used for things like irritable bowel and chronic GI upset, as well as for um, vomiting and diarrhea that can be related to anxiety and stressful situations such as showing and travel. Um, a lot of people use that just to soothe the digestive tract. It contains um, slippery elm and papaya and pectin, as well as fennel and some other herbs just to soothe and calm the digestive tract. And it really has some remarkable results. And then as far as treats, uh, I know that, that uh, we have to be careful with ours not to, to over-treat them, but it's so hard to resist. So what, what are some of the popular treats that you have? Right. We have the original treat that we produce was the smooches cookies. Um, those are made with chicken, um, barley, cranberries, and Parmesan cheese. Um, all of our treats are wheat-free. Um, we also have the Nuzzles cookies, which are made with duck and cherry. And then our newest treats, which we just launched this summer, which are also great for traveling, are the Ice Pups. And that's a powdery mix that you can actually hydrate. You mix it up with warm water to make a, a, a nourishing liquid. 
and that can be frozen to make like a, a doggy popsicle. That's a great idea. Yeah. I was looking at, again on your website, and I and I have to say it's really educational, so it kind of takes a lot of the guesswork out when a, when a person wants to visit your website for the first time, and, and uh, I'm not sure, but I think on your contact, is that uh, if a person has questions or they can call you, is that the best way to, to um, get some information? Yes, absolutely, yeah. We, we welcome people to contact us by telephone or email. We like to... Um, set ourselves up as a resource for people if they'd like to have a nutritional consultation of any sort with us they are more than welcome to call or email us um, with a description of their dog's age, breed and um, level of activity and that sort of thing and any health conditions we're not veterinarians, we do work closely with some vets but we can certainly make some um, holistic health recommendations as far as diet and supplementation and sometimes some general lifestyle suggestions for um, improving exercise levels and things like that to help mm-hmm. dogs to maintain optimum health. I really uh, think it's a it's a wonderful uh, source, but it's also very educational, and I think people more and more are, are turning to um, these types of alternative uh, ways to feed their their pets and keep them healthy. And Lisa, I want to thank you so much for visiting with us today. I hope a lot of our listeners will um, go on your website, thehonestkitchen.com, and just kind of browse around and either uh, give you a call or email and find out um, what would be the best thing to start their dogs with. Definitely, yep. They'd be more than welcome to email or give us a call, and we can definitely make some product recommendations. Hey, Lucy. Well, thanks again, and uh, you take care, and we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thank you for having me. Bye-bye. This is Susan Sims for Fido Friendly Travel Talk on Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Fido Friendly Travel Talk brought to you by The Honest Kitchen, pet food with passion and principles, offering people food formulated for pets. Visit www.thehonestkitchen.com. This is an Animal Radio News Update made possible by the Simple Solution Natural line of 100% biodegradable pet care products. If you're planning to move, heed warning. I'm Hal Abrams. After the Escamala family of Waikoloa, Hawaii, finished packing their belongings into two giant shipping containers bound for their new home in California, they noticed that their family cat, Spice, was missing. Days later, it occurred to them that Spice might have slipped into one of the containers, but by then, the ship carrying them was already at sea. Nineteen days later, when her nervous owners opened up one of the containers in California, Spice jumped out, somehow having survived without any apparent source of food or water. Get more animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by the Simple Solution Natural line of 100% biodegradable pet care products. Get more at AnimalRadio.com. Earth-conscious consumers have an eco-friendly choice in pet care. The Simple Solution Natural line of 100% all-natural pet products, 100% biodegradable training pads, biodegradable even by California standards. They'll biodegrade faster than an orange peel. Also, Simple Solution Natural Pet Stain and Odor Remover, a great alternative to harsh chemicals found in traditional household cleaners. Simple Solution Natural, based on a way of life. Find Simple Solution at Petco, PetSmart, or your local pet retailer. If there's one thing that Fido loves, it's a ride in the car during your errands. While riding in the car may be fun for them, it can be dangerous if your pooch isn't safely secured. 
for a safe and easy way to buckle up your furry friends. Check out Kurgo's line of innovative products, which are convenient for owners and secure for pets. Available at select pet smart and local pet stores or visit www.kurgo.com. That's www.kurgo.com to find your local dealer. Every once in a while, there comes along a special group of animal lovers that stands strongly in defense of the voiceless. Animal People is that newspaper for people who really care about the animals. Animal People is published ten times yearly. The publisher is a nonprofit corporation dedicated to exposing the existence of cruelty to animals and to informing and educating you so that animal lovers worldwide can eliminate such cruelty. Your subscription is $24 a year. Get Animal People's fair and accurate investigative reporting from the industry watchdog. Visit our website at www.animalpeoplenews.org. That's www.animalpeoplenews.org to subscribe to the news for people who care about animals. Animal People. Subscribe today at www.animalpeoplenews.org. Whether your pet is traveling by plane, train, or auto, you want to keep their carrier dry. The amazing Tri-Fur Cushion Mat is designed to do just that. Tri-Fur's super-absorbent pad absorbs and locks wetness away in seconds. The insulated, rigid core provides stability to the carrier without bunching up. Tri-Fur comes in a variety of sizes to fit all carriers and is completely disposable. Your pet will arrive with Tri-Fur. We guarantee it. To learn more, visit www.trifur.com. Did you see the paper? They mentioned cloning animals for food. Seriously? I thought cloning was still pretty experimental. It is. Most of the animals die or are born with some sort of health defect. So why is the FDA going to approve it? I don't know. It's upsetting that the FDA seems to be ignoring scientific evidence that animals in cloning suffer. And the FDA says that it won't even label cloned foods. That's outrageous. Yeah, and we could be eating meat or drinking milk from cloned animals and not even know it. Is there anything we can do to stop this? You can. Contact the American Anti-Vivisection Society at www.endanimalcloning.org to learn more about the problems with animal cloning and to help keep cloned food off grocery store shelves. Cloning animals for food is not just about food safety. Animal suffering and other ethical issues have been ignored for too long and must be considered. To learn more, visit www.endanimalcloning.org. Just because we can clone animals for food doesn't mean we should. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. one 405 8405 Hi, who's this? This is Debbie in California. Hi, Debbie. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Oh, very good. What's the weather like? Um, it's actually going to rain tomorrow. So Rain tomorrow. <laughs> rain <Okay>. tomorrow. <laughs> what can we do for you? I had a question um, about my cat. Sure. And, um, you know, I was wondering if he's an indoor cat, why, you know, what's the reason for getting them spayed or neutered? Oh, really good question. Uh, really good question. Uh-huh. Something that uh, I didn't know before someone had hit me to the information, uh, basically that it, it can prevent a lot of... Uh, problems, health problems down the line as far as uh, many different cancers that uh, can be avoided. Uh, also, uh, undesirable behavior running around the neighborhood or trying to 
uh, peeing inside the house. Yeah. Especially if they're an indoor cat. And with male cats, they spray. And if you can neuter a male cat before he starts spraying, there's a good chance that he will not pick up the habit. Okay. And sometimes even if he has started uh, spraying, if you get him neutered, there's still a chance that he may stop. But that, uh, that's a good question because I, I used to think I had a female cat, and as long as she stayed inside, mm-hmm. what did I have to worry about mm-hmm. it? Right. And it turns out that uh, uh, uterine cancer can be avoided uh, simply by spaying. And not only that, uh, an altered animal can actually live longer, about one to two years longer. So you're, true. Yeah, your pet will be really? around. Yeah, your pet will be around much longer. I know. Well, they try to get out, you know, no matter what. So I, well, I keep worrying, you know, they're going to find a way. Well, if they're trying so. to get out, this may keep them from wanting to get out. Yes. Okay. Now, of course, you should uh, should take them out every once in a while, like on a leash or uh, if you have a cat or something like that. But, uh, you know, let them chase the leaves and such. But, uh, of course, uh, as we have said many times over and over, that an indoor cat lives a much longer life, almost a decade longer really? than an outdoor cat. Yes. Okay, that's good information then. There you go. I yeah. hope that helps you a little it bit. It really does. Thank you very it's much for calling. Uh, thank you so what, much. What kind of cats do you have there? Um, I have a male cat. He's by me. How old is he? Um, he is four. He'll be four in October. Four years old. Yeah. Do you mind if we send him some stuff? I wouldn't mind at all. What's his name? His name is Tea Biscuit. Tea Biscuit. <laughs> He's a little bit upset over that. <laughs> well, we're going to hook Tea Biscuit up, okay? Okay, that'd be great. Hold on a second. We got, we're got. we going to dig out uh, the last of the paw breakers for the prize closet and put together a little feline kit. one 405 You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. If you're traveling with your pet special, and I, I gotta, I'm gonna use this as my little soapbox. <laughs> like I don't every week I use it say, as my don't you little soapbox. There are two things that really irk me, and I'm sure you can go around the studio here and find everybody has two things. But one of them is uh, seeing dogs popping their heads out the windows of cars that are traveling down the highway. Or sitting on their guardian's lap. Yeah. You know, they look like they're having a lot of fun. Yeah. But, you know, if something comes up in their eyes, and that happens a lot, I hear this over and over, uh, then you have trouble. Even if you have doggles, you know, something can come up from the road and, and hit them. Or if you have to break suddenly. Yeah. And they're on your lap. Mm, not a good thing. It's like having a cell phone. <laughs> Yeah, they have laws against that now, I hear. That was only one, wasn't that? That was just one. Yeah, we don't want to get I don't want to even go any further. No. <laughs> I'll tell you, though, there are uh, some good ideas if you're traveling with your pet. And we're not discouraging that. In fact, we want you to bring your pet along with you. But just do it responsibly. Yes, and there, there are certain kinds of restraints. And there's one company who happens to be a sponsor of this special who's uh, really gone above and beyond the call of duty to develop several different kinds of restraints for your animals so that they can go along, have fun, and still be safe. And you can be safe, too. We have from Kurgo, Gordy Spader. Gordy, how you Hi. doing? Good, how are you doing today? Very well. Well, I see uh, you're making news more and more with the the auto zip line. Looks like it's a restraint that hooks on to the clothing valet inside cars. How does that work? That's exactly it. And, and just to back, just to tell you, I we of course agree with you 100. percent And uh, that you thought you compared distraction from cell phones with distraction from uh, dogs and cars, and it actually turns out that distraction from dogs and cars 
causes more accidents than cell phones. So it's a it's a it's a significant problem. Mm-hmm. And so we've come up with a number of products, and one of them is is this auto zipline. Um, the auto zipline connects, as you said, between the two handles in the back seat of your car, and it kind of creates a tether run, like you'd have a tether run in the back in the a zipline in the back um, in the backyard. But this allows the dog to walk horizontally, but not. If you brake too quickly or if a cat runs across in front of the car or for whatever reason the dog decides they want to get in the front seat, it keeps them in the back seat, which allows the driver to uh, focus on the road and avoid getting in an accident. Uh-huh. How do the dogs take to this? They like it better than some of the other solutions that are out there because, A, they're able to move back and forth, but at the same time they're safer. You know, And the other thing is it's very convenient, and uh, it allows the dog to... You walk the dog out to the car in the harness. The package comes with a harness, with a leash, and with this zip line. Mm-hmm. Uh, you walk the dog out to the car, and you hook him onto the zip, the zip line. And uh, and then when you open, when you get to your destination, and you open up the car door, the dog can't jump out of the car either in the traffic. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, more and more cars today have the split seats. And I know whenever I had my dog, I was constantly using my elbow to keep him from squeezing through the seats to get up into the front. And you've got a new product that'll help that? I like this. Yeah, we, our product, the Backseat Barrier, is specifically, that. well, it was designed around a dog named Zelda, which is much like uh, the dog you described. <laughs> and uh, Zelda really liked to get in the front seat, and, uh-huh. uh, and it not at the best times. <laughs> um, and so this is, fits all SUVs, station wagons, um, wow. all different size cars. And what it does is it connects to the headrest, and it works on removable headrests or um, the headrest that you can remove, uh-huh. and it connects on there, and it connects down underneath the seat, um, and it's very, you know, made of very strong material, so, it, you know, no matter what the size of your dog is, uh-huh. it's a deterrent so that they don't jump into the front seat of the car. So I don't have to use my elbow anymore. And, and, yeah, and hopefully you can keep <laughs> your hands on the wheel. Exactly. Gordon Spader joining us from Kurgo, the website Kurgo.com. Gordon, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you, guys. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hello, this is Dom DeLuise, and you're listening to Animal Radio. Love your pets, and they'll always love you back. Did you know that dogs can get worm infections just from eating grass, and that those same parasites can also infect humans? Ew, gross. Thank goodness there's a safe and easy way to eliminate and prevent the major worms that infect dogs. Safeguard K90 Wormer. Just sprinkle it on your dog's food twice a year. And that's it? Yep. For more information, visit www.safe-guard.com. That's S-A-F-E-G-U-A-R-D.com. It's the best way I know to protect my dog and my family against intestinal worm infections. Hi, Joanne Worley on Animal Radio. Hello. And please spay and neuter your pets. Be a responsible pet owner. As a matter of fact, spay and neuter your friend's pets also. Give it to them as a Christmas present. What a good idea. This is Animal Radio Network. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. Well, welcome back. You might have noticed, uh, well, if you see the RVs on the road, that uh, when you look in the windows of the RVs, it's not so often 
the older set that's driving the RVs anymore. It's a, it's a whole new generation. I got to admit, guilty. I, <laughs> I have an RV. You're seeing younger and younger folks with their animals starting to travel. Yes. I wanted to really query somebody about this, and I, I figured the king of all RV media from the Good Sam Club and uh, the Affinity Group is Bob Livingston. and we Bob, are you there? I'm here. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Very well. Am I right on? Are you seeing more and more pets on the road with their uh, guardians? Oh, of course. You know, I think more and more people are, are, are out there with their pets because it's a lot easier to do it. But, I mean, you know, I've been doing this for 36 years, and almost all 36 years I had a pet with me. So, uh, yeah, I would say that a lot of people were on the road. A lot more people are on the road t- today with pets. I guess people are making pets part of the family, so you don't leave your family at home. You don't leave your family at home. There's no reason to. You know, most people have uh, animals, you know, primarily dogs. You know, you open up the door of the RV, dog sees it, beelines for the door because he or she knows we're going traveling. RV manufacturing is a pretty big business. Are the RV manufacturers starting to cater towards uh, the animals at all? Well, in certain respect, they are because... You're looking at the, th- you know, we have, a, it's kind of a like a, a real uh, trend right now for the toy haulers. Have you seen those where the back end opens up and people yeah. can load their bikes in there, mm-hmm. all their little toys in there? Mm-hmm. But it's not just for people who have motorized vehicles. It's for people who run dog shows and, uh, you know, different, uh, you know, events. Mm-hmm. And, and they turn their, the back end of it into a, like a, like a, uh, you know, a, a kennel and a place where they can, you know, work with the dog and, and get it ready for, you know, the for the show. Wow. And a lot of people are doing that now. So, Instead of you know having to deal with the you know crates and all that equipment inside your rig in your living quarters, you have a wall. You open up a door in the back, and there's your little place. You know, it's like going into a you know a, a pet center. And and I think that in that regard, I think that the, the RV industry has seen that that there, there are a lot of different kinds of activities out there, and and pets a big one. How about the uh, RV parks? Are they op- opening up to pets? Are they allowing them? Are they creating areas for them? Are they charging more for them? Well, you know what? Yes, yes, yes. I mean, almost, I would have to say the overwhelming majority of the parks allow pets. They just have to. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the parks uh, have places where you can, you know, you can run your, exercise your pets or primarily just, you know, run your pet uh, or take it for a walk. Uh, But the really, real pet, you know, uh, type of parks or or pet-friendly parks will have runs. We used to go to park all the time. It's no longer uh, out there. It was out in the out in the Palm Springs, and it had a, a, a great run out there. And it was fenced. And you let your dog run freely, mm-hmm. and it was a big social thing. At four o'clock, all the all the people came out with their with their pets and and let them run. And it was just really a lot of fun. But you're you're finding a number of parks now that are that are doing that because it's it's just another way to lure you know. The pet owners into the park. Mm-hmm. It's our traveling with your pet special. We're talking with Bob Livingston uh, from the Good Sam Club. Now, you guys, uh, you have a little pet section in your your magazine that you have, uh, which has pictures. I love that's those. right. Our favorite pet. Well, yeah. What kind of tips would you have right offhand uh, for traveling with our pets? Okay, here's the, here's the number one concern with traveling with a pet, and, and I really want to emphasize this: is heat. Okay, a lot of people, you know, they have all the comforts at home, and you know, they'll they'll leave their their animal in the in the uh, in the rig and then go take off for the day and it's perfectly comfortable okay for the, for the dog or cat whatever you know but the thing is you know if it's a hot day and you have the air conditioning running and if you lose power it could be it could be devastating to your pet so i always say that you know if you don't have a rig that has an automatic you know switch over device that that turns a generator on if the power in the park goes out if you're in an exceptionally hot area it's not 
smart to leave your pet alone for, for too long. Now, what I would do, uh, and it worked really well, is I would leave windows open, okay, mm-hmm. with, you know, just screens out, uh, screens would be on, and I'd leave the air conditioning running at a, at a comfortable temperature, and, then if the, and if I was gone for a few hours, and then if the power went out, we had a brownout or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. if the power went out and the air conditioning quit, you know, it would be warm in air, but, but the pet would be able to breathe, and so, right. you know, I mean, in the old days, we didn't have air conditioning, and, 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 and people and animals did fine, it just, it got warm and they're not going to be as comfortable, you know, without air conditioning, but mm-hmm. at you have to allow some way to have ventilation, so if you going to leave your pet for for a while um, and it's extremely hot out make sure you keep some windows open even with the air conditioner on i always worry about leaving the generator on to keep the air conditioning on for well a couple of reasons uh, carbon monoxide and i know at a certain place in the gas tank it's gonna it's gonna cut off because it has a cut off that's right and then the air conditioning goes off right that, that that's a, the carbon monoxide is an issue um you know, fortunately, we have carbon monoxide, you know, alarms and, and all rigs, but that's not going to do you any good if your dog hears it's not going to know what to do. <laughs> yeah. It's really going to annoy him. Yeah. <laughs> just annoy the dog. So, yes, I, I, I'm not very comfortable with leaving a generator on yes. in an RV and being away from it, especially mm-hmm. if I have, you know, a pets inside or people inside for that matter. I, uh, of course, want to throw in the old slides thing because more and more I hear this story over and over. If you have a small pet, a small dog, a small cat, to account for them and make sure you know where they are before four slides go in and out. Of course. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it seems obvious, doesn't it? It's obvious. Uh, well, you know, I've, I've seen, you know, cats disappear under dashboards and, and all the different cubby holes. It's, 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 it could be, they find the places, I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're looking for it. Sometimes if they feel out of place, they're looking for the that small, little comfortable place to hide. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Bob, thank you so much for joining us. Bob Livingston, Vice President and Group Publisher, Affinity Group, and Good Sam, Top Dog. Thanks so much for what you do. All right, thanks. I appreciate it. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. It's Animal Radio's Traveling With Your Pet Special, and it wouldn't be a Traveling With Your Pet Special without Susan Sims. And this is the first year we welcome you to the annual Traveling With Your Pet Special, of course, publisher of Fido Friendly. How are you doing? Hey, doing good. How are you guys? Very, Very well. Good. Thank you. I see you have a list with you. It must be your top ten list that we asked you to put together of, I guess, the top ten places to take your dog, huh? It is, and this was an arduous task. I must tell you, it was very difficult picking ten and sticking with this ten, and I changed my mind, and I went back and forth, but well, I, I now it have it in writing. How, how did you whittle it down? How did you do it? I just closed my eyes, and I... <laughs> threw a dart. Okay. So, and I, I checked. I really, seriously, I tried to rate them on phytofriendliness and things that they had to do in the area. And you'll you'll see there's a couple of unique picks that you probably did not expect. But nevertheless, they're, they're in the top ten. And By the way, if you're driving along right now, one of these places sparks your interest. We have them all listed at AnimalRadio.com. And, of course, I imagine somewhere in Fido Friendly Magazine they're listed, too, huh? I think so. You probably have to subscribe, though, to find all of them. Uh, there you go. Uh, (laughs) There's always that catch, isn't there? Well, you know, yeah, there's always. I got to tell you, Fido Friendly is one of my favorite magazines, and and, you know, I'm not not because you're on the air right now and everything, but there's very few magazines out there that are aesthetically pleasing to the eye as well as informative. Okay, your top ten list. Let's go ahead. Let's stop yapping now. Go ahead. Let's hear the top ten list. Are we starting from uh, ten? Ten. We're going to start with (laughs) ten. Okay, the drum roll, please. Coming in, and <laughs> that was not very that good. That was uh, the cat purring, yeah. actually. <laughs> 
Yeah, okay. Coming in at number 10 is the Four Paws Kingdom Campground in North Carolina. And I chose the campground because there are a lot of campers out there. And this is on 33 acres. Wow. Now, this place is great. You're, you can actually swim with your dog. They offer obedience and agility during your stay, too. So that's a good one to check out. Coming in at number 9, uh, this is really unusual, but I really was warranted a mention, and it's taking a transatlantic cruise aboard the oh. Queen Mary 2. Wow. It's not for everybody, but there are those of us out here that are world travelers, and, and if you want to go across the the pond, the Queen Mary 2 will make this transatlantic crossing in six days. The cost, um, just for your dog, ranges from 300 to 500 one way. So something to keep in mind if you wanted to take a uh, trip and didn't want to fly your precious uh, cargo on the plane, uh, this is an alternate. Number eight, we have the Ruby at Crested Butte, Colorado. Mm. Now, this is a a very phyto-friendly bed and breakfast, and uh, the town is very phyto-friendly, and uh, the bed and breakfast really is great. Your dog stays free. Wow. No charges? No charges for your dog. They they provide you with uh, dog beds and blankets and dishes and and homemade healthy dog treats. So they they even uh, will set up a, a doggy spa and hikes and pet sitting for your dog. So it's it's really a fun place to check out. Um, number seven. Number uh, one seven. Of our, I'm sorry. Number, number seven, seven is one of our favorite Cambria Shores Inn, and they newly renovated and they've got some upscale accommodations right across from the ocean. You receive a breakfast in a basket, and then your dog also uh, receives his own goodie basket. And they just have a $15 pet fee. Uh, number six. Yeah, no, not and not too bad. Um, Cypress Inn and Carmel comes in at number six. Mm. Carmel is one of the top fire-friendly cities in the country, and we could easily have just named this the uh, number six destination because there's so many great places to stay. But the um, the Cypress Inn is owned by actress and animal activist Doris Day, and uh, when you check in, they give you a list of uh, the fire-friendly restaurants in town where you can dine all fresco. And there's there's several. I mean, if if I said there were ten, I would probably be lying. There's there's probably twice as many. Coming in at number five is hmm. the Dog House Resort in North Carolina. Brand new. It's They're situated on three acres overlooking the Blue Ridge Mountains. As you can imagine, that would really be beautiful. And they do not have a pet fee or breed restriction. Very good. So, now, do you notice that a lot of hotels have breed restrictions these days? Um, not a lot, but um, it's just it's just one of those things you just really need to do your homework and and visit their websites and ask questions because you would hate to show up and 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 be turned away. But um, there, I don't. I don't come across many, but there are some. Okay. But uh, this particular place is great, too, because you can canoe or walk with your dog at uh, their nearby uh, river that they have. And, uh, Number four. Is, okay. <laughs> the Bar Inn Ranch in West Yellowstone, Montana. And mm. it's 10 minutes outside of the Yellowstone National Park. So if you've always wanted to visit the park and you were worried about taking your dog, you definitely can take your dog. Um, you have to abide by the rules at the park. And, you know, they have to be 100 feet, I think off of the pavement, but really you don't want to go too far in there because of the buffalo and bear and all that stuff, but the Bar and Ranch is so fabulous, and it's uh, it's basically set up with cabins, and located on 200 acres, you have your own phyto-friendly cabin and a hot tub. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. And we're down to, is this number three? 
This is number three. Now, this is a little different, too. If you are wanting to go south of the border, oh. uh, Baja, Mexico has a wonderful resort uh, called Las Ventanas. And when you check in, your dog receives a neck massage. Wow. <laughs> Yes. I don't know if they must give you a neck massage, but they do give your dog a neck massage. And when you want to go to the pool, which is really wonderful because most places don't let you bring your dog by the pool, not only do you get to bring your dog by the pool, your little dog gets to be in its own pet cabana. Mexico is yeah. the place, I'll tell you right now. That's yeah, it's pretty snazzy. It's pretty snazzy. The downside is it's a bit pricey. They, they're they starting at 4 50 a night, and they do have a $50 pet fee. So you've got to kind of plan for this adventure, but it, it really looks uh, really relaxing and beautiful um, down there. And you don't need a passport yet, but you will need a not, passport. Not yet, but you got to bring all your health records for your dog. Your pet port. Make sure you don't leave home without all that. Very good. Number two. Number two. We're going to Arizona. And this is the Arizona Biltmore. um, They have a preferred pet pals program. And they really really, uh, snazz it up because what they do before you even get there is they send you a little uh, profile for you to fill out Hmm. so that before you get there, they know everything about your dog. And if you have special dietary needs, they have that. And they have cottages that have enclosed yards for your dog to play in. Now, number one, coming up next. Yeah, we got to take a quick break. But coming up next, Susan Sims' vital-friendly pick for the number one for this travel show this year. I mean, this is the big one. Coming up next, right here on Animal Radio. (laughs) This is Fred Willard on Animal Radio. Remember to spay and neuter your animals. I've had it done to me. It's not that rough. <laughs> hey, you know anyone who has owned a pet can tell you nothing is more frustrating than their pet soiling in the house. Often they do this in one spot over and over and over again. There's a reason why your pets do this. Pets are attracted to their own unique body scent, which is known as their pheromone. And that pheromone is always left behind in every soiling. Therefore, it's natural for your pet to follow his keen sense of smell and go back to it. So the question is, how do we get the pheromone out so our pets stop re-soiling in the house? Well, the good news is there's finally an answer. It's Get Serious Stain, Odor, and Pheromone Extractor. Get Serious is the only stain and odor remover with the ability to remove your pet's pheromone while also getting out the urine odor and any stain. Stop blaming your pets for re-soiling when you used a cleaner that didn't get the pheromone out. And don't spend another minute cleaning up unnecessary repeat accidents. Pick up Get Serious today at PetSmart or visit PetSmart.com. Hi, this is Emmylou Harris on Animal Radio. Please stay new to your pet. Do you know what you're serving for dinner tonight? If the FDA has its way, the milk and meat you see at the grocery store could come from cloned animals. And you won't even know because it won't be labeled. Cloning animals for food involves more than just food safety. Animal suffering and other ethical issues must also be considered. The cloning process uses hundreds of animals to produce just one clone, causing death or severe health problems for most of the animals involved. Just because we can clone animals for food doesn't mean we should. Contact the American Anti-Vivisection Society to learn more about the problems with animal cloning at www.endanimalcloning.org. That's www.endanimalcloning.org. And have a voice 
and what you are serving for dinner tonight. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. It's your traveling with your pet special on Animal Radio. We do this once a year, sometimes twice, if we're feeling like in a traveling mood or something like that. But we have yes. Susan Sims on the phone, Fido Friendly Publisher. She is traveling all the time. She's one of these ladies that uh, has a gig where she travels and she rates hotels. She brings her pets with them and uh, she she puts out a magazine. Couple of it's a bi monthly now, and you can pick that up at Barnes and Noble, as well as, uh, I believe, a bunch of other locations, and of course, you can learn more at phytofriendly.com. Can I work for you? Could I work for you, Susan? Could I be your PR you person? Do you work like my dog? Do you work for food? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wish that my creditors would take, like, canned food. Uh, that, w- that would be easier. Unfortunately, not. But your dogs do work for, uh, for you, and they help you judge all these places, and you've picked the number one place. We've been yes. waiting for this. I wish we had a this? better drum roll here. We don't have yeah, a better drum try roll. that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Very good. Judy was doing that. Oh. She was doing that on her breasts. Hey. There, she... <laughs> hey. Yeah. They're still shaking. Hold on a minute over here. <laughs> oh, boy. It's a family show. Yeah. If you're yeah, this is a family show. Yeah. Well, this was not difficult. Um, actually, all my other picks, you know, I had to go back and forth, back and forth, but... The number one was not difficult. With its phytofriendly gondola mm. and two dogs per person ratio, Telluride, Colorado makes our phytofriendly top ten list. And, you know, no matter what the season, the resort town of Telluride rolls out the welcome mat for you and your dog. They have puppy parking stations located throughout the town. So let's just say you're going into the post office. Uh, on a recent trip, we were walking downtown, and there were about six dogs just hanging out at the post office. And, you know, nobody's getting into any kind of argument. They're just hanging out. They're used to this. People are walking through town, even though they do have a leash law. Uh, it's kind of a loose leash law, if you mm-hmm. get my drift. Mm-hmm. And if th- these dogs are just walking around with their guardians. They're, you know, very well behaved. And um, it just it just seems that in, in this town, you know, dogs are king. There's just more dogs than I've probably ever seen. And the Fido-friendly hotels there, there's so many to mention. But I do have a couple of favorites, and I just wanted to share with you. The Peaks Resort, and I, and people might be familiar with that, but um, it's out up on the mountain, and it's home to the famous Golden Door Spa, for those of us who, who like the spa experience. Well, they've gone and made a Fido-friendly entrance to the spa for your dog. Wow. So... Here's your little dog. You're out there skiing or you're doing something that doesn't include your dog. They'll take your dog on a two-hour hike. They'll give him a massage. They'll do all these uh, all these wonderful things. And uh, this, is really, this really is probably one of the more phytofriendly properties because they do so much for your dog. And all their, their uh, rooms have a private courtyard so you can step outside with your dog in the morning and, and not have to take him through the lobby to, you know, take care of business. And, and my other favorite is the Mountain Lodge at Telluride. And you take your, the gondola up there to see, you know, to take that your dogs up there. And um, what is really nice about this place is if you just have a two-night stay, they waive the $25 per night pet fee. Oh, I like so, that. Yeah. Yeah, I, 
I think that's nice. And I mean, two, I, I wouldn't say two nights are, are out of the question because I think well, if you're going to make a trip like this, you'll probably stay at least a couple of nights. But uh, it was hard to choose just a couple, but those stand out in my mind um, from our last trip. And Telluride, Colorado, it's a great place to go. You really need to put it on your travel itinerary and, and take a trip soon because your dogs will love you for it. All of the top ten listed at AnimalRadio.com. And, of course, if you head on over to FidoFriendly.com, not only will you find information of how to subscribe, but uh, you actually have apartments. If you're looking for an apartment that's pet-friendly, you have that listed there? What, what's we do. We have our FidoFriendlyApartment.com, and that lists a lot of places throughout the country where you uh, might find a, a place that you want to live with your dog. And we also have our FidoFriendly Travel Club, uh, which is FidoFriendlyTravelClub.com, uh, and you can get discounts at the affiliated uh, properties and, and services and products that are actually affiliates with, the, with that club. So you want to check that out, too. Susan Sims, exclusively, thank God, on Animal Radio. <laughs> Now, we're out of time for this show. We hope you enjoyed our travel special. Lots more at AnimalRadio.com, streaming live 24-7, in fact. I want to thank HGTV's Clyde Pierce for joining us. I want to thank Kurgo and Dreifer for making this year's special uh, possible. Oh, AM63, Boise, Idaho, welcome to the network. Also, Rochelle calling from KBNX, KBNA in Flagstaff, uh, Arizona. And uh, Bernie in KJDL Lubbock, thank you for listening. Remember, lots more at AnimalRadio.com, or you can text ANIMAL on your cell phone to 27627 and get Animal Radio 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. And remember, if you get a pet, please spay or neuter. And if it happens to be a cat, please don't declaw. And if you're looking for a certain breed, go online to a breed rescue. Don't buy from a puppy mill or a pet store. We'll see you next week for more Animal Radio right here on this fine station. Have a great week. Bye-bye. This is Animal Radio Network.